0: Life with Brent and Jeff. Put your stereo out on the sidewalk right now, and then go back inside.
1: Your whole neighborhood should listen to The Altar Life, so that's actually a really good idea. Put your stereo out there, turn it on to 10 on the volume knob, unless it goes up to 100, then put it on 100. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, hey y'all,
0: it's The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. It's getting warmer out there, people. It is. What better way to sh- show a testimony to your neighborhood than to blast the ultra life outdoors <laughs> I think it's great who cares about like sound curfews and and all that you know yeah it's late that's okay yeah and you know for those of you that have computers you could hook that up to a stereo system outside and listen to the ultra life any time of the day 24. 24 20, foe. 20, 20 foe seven. Seven, three sis five. Oh, yeah
1: <laughs>
0: what's up hey, Anyway. <laughs>
1: what are we uh, doing no tonight? oh yeah this is daniel this is the altar life if you're like who are these guys and why are they on my radio dial i don't get it i must have tuned into the wrong no you didn't and you can check out who we are on www.thealtralife.com you can read all about what this is what our show all about and um, listen to some prior episodes and you know if you missed last week with our first episode of daniel you can listen to that it should be up there and um go ahead and And uh, check us out And send us a little email Say you listened and tell us what you think
0: Yeah, tonight we're going to be in Daniel chapter 2 With our second episode of the series Last week we talked about the king's delicacies Tonight we're talking about wisdom being revealed in secret And um, the wisdom that God gives us Not because we're awesome Not because we're really smart But because he chooses to reveal it To those who seek and, and, and plead for it On our knees in prayer And that's a a pretty good example. Daniel was definitely a prayerful person, a great example of a godly man for us to be studying as we are over the next few weeks. So we hope you keep it locked here um, to the altar life and stay in touch with us, stay up to date with our website and all those great tools that are there for you. Uh, You have no excuse. Everything's out there at your disposal.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Worldly wisdom versus heavenly wisdom. And we've got some great music in store. Phil Wickham, Starfield, Inhabited, Barlow Girl, Reline K., Stellar cart, need I say more? You want to keep it locked right here. Coming off of last week, our first episode where we talked about Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in boot camp for three years, eating vegetables and water, and and God just you know blowing the king and the chief of the eunuchs minds with how faithful he was to keep them healthy, and um, how God has our backs in the when we stand up in our culture things and um, we're going to be moving into the next chapter where Daniel again is is God has got Daniel's back to show Nebuchadnezzar and to tell him interpret his dream basically tell him his dream and um, also tell him what it meant and um, we're going to be focusing in on just Daniel's interaction with God because really it's all about Daniel's relationship with God that comes through here. And not because Daniel's smart Or intelligent or whatever But it's
0: just God being faithful again In Daniel's life so we're looking forward to that And um just to recap Kind of summarize this story chapter 2 is a long chapter Nebuchadnezzar has a dream That really troubles him And he has no idea how what it means Or what it how it affects him So he gets all his soothsayers And his magicians and astrologers to come And try to decipher The enigma that is his dream And uh He kind of gets the gist, I think. I think Nebuchadnezzar already had some suspicions that these guys were phonies. They were frauds. So he puts them to the real test. He says, not only should you tell me the interpretation, but I shouldn't even have to tell you the dream that I had in order to prove that you really know what you're doing and that you're really legit. Whoa. Yeah. And so they're like, uh... Because, you know, if someone told you a dream, you could make up what it means. Basically, I would make it up. I'd be like, well, see, this thing represents that soccer balls and then this this horse over here represents you know Andy Roddick or you know some (laughs) not tennis player soccer player um you know you could make up whatever you want you I don't know anything about soccer or tennis but I could make it up if I needed to to flub my way through the the thing and I think Nebuchadnezzar kind of got the feeling that that's what these guys did so he's like why don't you tell me the dream and then Tell me the interpretation, and they go crazy. They're like Bah, uh, bah? <laughs> and,
1: and I think they are freaking out too because you know I love the Old Testament. Like things are so drastic. It's like Nebuchadnezzar's like, and if you don't do it, um, whoever can't do it, I'm gonna cut you up in pieces and make your house an ash heap. Um, but a- then if you can, d- is nice. <laughs> it's a nice way to say dung hill. Dung hill right? <laughs> and it's like, uh, but if it's good, and it's so drastically good, like rewards and honor and gifts and lavish things. So (laughs) it's like, okay, I could either, it's like, there's no like, yeah, there's no like, you know, I'll just let you go. That's fine. But no, it's like either you're going to cut up in pieces or you're going to be rewarded immensely. Outrageous. They were freaking out because no one could do that. And they said that they were like, man, there is no one, there's no flesh that can do this. The only thing person who can do this would be like the gods. They're like the gods, but who don't dwell, dwell with flesh because it's not something that people could, We can't read minds. They're saying we're just people. We're just men, and that's the point. I think that we're going to carry through for the rest of the night.
0: The Alter Life with Brent and Jeff. That was Rediscover You by Starfield. New music. Try to keep some fresh vibes here on the Alter Life. And um, like Brett was saying, especially Nebuchadnezzar, I think he he's yeah. the extreme of the extreme. It's Mr. Extreme. Yeah. Um, the guys are like, we can't do this, and he's like, if you can't do this, then. You're all going to die. You don't even deserve to live. Can you imagine if you lied about something or like, you know, we're all phony. You lie (laughs) on your resume. You pad it a little bit. You know, someone was like, wait, you said you knew how to play guitar. You said you knew how to speak three languages. You can't do that. Do it. Not only am I going to kill you, but I'm going to kill everybody associated with you for lying. It's like school.
1: It's like go up to the board and write that math problem out. And if you get it wrong, you're going to (laughs) die. What? (laughs) What? I should have studied. (laughs)
0: I know. <laughs> I'm going to cut you into pieces and make your house into an ash heap. That's the Old Testament for you, though. That's why it's fun. Some of these stories are like, what?
1: They yeah. really did stuff this like is that? the stuff
0: that you don't hear about in Sunday school with right. the flannel graphs and all that stuff. <laughs> they don't talk about the dunghill cut pieces part. <laughs> it's just like, and the, the lions were sleeping in the den while Daniel
1: pet them and their mane. It's great. Daniel... So all these guys are starting to die, right? They're picking people off. They're just like, okay, you can't do it, death. You can't do it, death. And they're just going through the entire club of astrologers and wise men, right? The people... And how did you get in the club? What are these people like, you know, oh, wow, well, I'm in the the king's group of wise people. You know, how did you get that? It's the take Psychic a, Friends Network. Did they have to take a test? Was there like some training, psychic training to do? Yeah. <laughs> was it like $1,800 dial a, dial a psychic or something? Yeah. No. Well, Daniel was obviously in this group because they came to him and Daniel's like, wait a minute. Hold up. Stop killing people. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can do this. You know, I think and it's not him who can do this, but he's like, listen, let me let me pray to my God And um, why is this such an urgent request that everyone die? You know, and um, he's like, "Let us seek. Let's give us some time that we can seek the seek God about this, the God of heaven." And um, so then he prayed with his with his buddies, and uh, it's cool. Like I can just picture this: like four of them, like in a room praying, seeking the Lord out. Lord, give us the give us the secret. Give us the the dream. Um, Save these people that the off on a killing spree. Um, use us in this situation um, and glorify yourself. I mean, it's not about them; it's all about glorifying God in heaven.
0: Yeah, I, I I think this this is amazing. I can really see this scene unfolding. And you know, when he gets to he goes back to his house and he's like, "Guys, we need to pray." Yeah. Have you ever been there? I know I have. And it's just like, "We have no options." No, I mean, I've never been in dire straits where it's like, if no, we're we don't, dead. yeah, we're dead if we don't get this done. But you know, I might have felt you know that urgency that sense of urgency like i just need to pray like there's nothing he could he couldn't have done anything it's not like he could find some books to uh, to study up real hard right. and, you know there was no there was nowhere to turn other than to get on their knees and that's an important thing because i think that's the thing we always turn to last and that was the thing that daniel turned to first all the time yep it was We're always pray. i'm just gonna pray because that's where the answers lie um and the, in a relationship with god you know he's the one that knows all things So when we're in an open communication with him, he's going to reveal things to us that are new, that are, that are special, that are secret and that are crucial to the survival in many cases of all mankind, (laughs) spiritual and physical. Yeah. I
1: was just thinking, man, how privileged was Daniel to have three guys? They've had experience, you know, going through this, going through seeing God be faithful in their lives together. Um, and here they are again in this predicament and, um... That's what Daniel said, you know. He's like, went to the house and he made the decision known to his friends that they may seek mercies of God of heaven concerning the secret. And Daniel's companions might not punish for the rest of the secret was revealed. It's like, God gave the wisdom to Daniel, it says in a night vision. But he had his brothers in Christ. You know, he had his friends, his brothers with him in prayer. And man, you know, just as a side are to this conversation tonight, you know, it is so important that we surround ourselves with people, you know, some of the best friends that I have in my life right now are people that I know that I can go to and say, look, you know I I come to you, you're going to pray with me, you're going to pray for me, you're going to hold me up in prayer, you're going to lift me up, Um, because that's true friendship, you know, and these guys who were the council of, you know, that knew nothing, they were just posers, these guys, like, they had nothing to turn to, they were like, we can't do it, and ah, uh, you know, <laughs> they, they, they were killed. Um, such a privilege to be able to have those kinds of friendships. You're
0: unbelievable. The ultra. World. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. All right, that was Where Do I Go From Here? second half of a double play by Reliant K. And where do we go from here? The answer is our unbelievable segment. Unbelievable! Very excited. And, um, you know, we're, we're looking at this story where Daniel seeking God for the answer to a dream. And it says that in a night vision, God reveals it to him. So everything's going on when everybody's asleep here. (laughs) And um, Brent brought up a great idea for an unbelievable, which is dreams in general. Like, what is it? What is happening? Dreams are
1: fascinating to me because, like, your subconscious is thinking about things. Yeah. But (laughs) what's great is that a lot of times there's, like, the collision of four different phases of your life in four different worlds all (laughs) together it's like there's people from like your school and people from like your school from like five years ago and people from your from your childhood and you're like what like what the? why are all these people in the same building which is like my work building like it doesn't make
0: any sense (laughs) i noticed in my dreams that there's people in them and i refer to them as people i know but they don't look like people I know like if Brent was in my dream it wouldn't look like Brent but I'd be calling him Brent and he'd be talking like Brent and it's just weird how my body and my mind does that I have a funny
1: dream story I I think um, I had this dream where like some guy was trying to cut off my arm with a big axe and it was really traumatic in my dream and they tie my arm down and like this was like slow axe comes up I was about ready to chop my arm off and, like, I jumped awake because I was so scared that my arm was going to be cut off. And I was laying on my arm. So, like, all the circulation, like, cut off on my arm. And I couldn't move my arm away from the axe that I thought was going to fall on it. And I realized my arm was, like, you know, That's that feeling crazy. when you don't have any circulation. Yeah. I was, like, screaming. Like, I was awake and I was screaming because I thought my arm was going to get cut off. And it really wasn't. It was just a wow. dream.
0: Wow. Did that wake up your wife? Or was this before you were married? Oh, it was before I was married. Okay. Yeah, I was like, it was traumatizing. Though, obviously. Oh, it, was it horrible. I have dreams... Where halfway through the dream, I realize I'm dreaming. And those are the most fun. Yeah. Because you just, like, it's, like. And you don't want to wake blank you up. Check. You just do whatever you want. There was one <laughs> where um, it was actually another, like, horrifying dream that I had. Where, like, I died. Like, someone. And they were, like. <laughs> I can't even, even tell you. I got, like, shot in the head. <laughs> but, like, you know how you're watching yourself in your dream? Yeah, right. like it's third it, Yeah, it's, like, all weird. And um, we fin- it was me and my brother when we were young. And we figured out that if we put on these hats, like it healed our head wound and we would like survive. And then we were like indestructible. And there was like this Grim Reaper type guy. Like if you've ever seen Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, it was like that guy. And he was like going around trying to hurt my family. But I became indestructible at this point. So i was jumping off of cliffs and landing and like chasing after this thing. And I was like, I was awesome. It was the greatest thing. And I also noticed dreams where... Like I, I the other night, I I thought of somebody for the first time in my for like years. I'm like, oh, you remember right. that person? That night they were in my dream, and it was like exact, like they looked exactly the same as I remember them. It was like that's and awesome. You, and something else I had talked about earlier that day, they combined right. to make it's like always a merger of weird
1: times. You can like, times. yeah,
0: you can like trace it back, like the
1: six degrees, it's life all mixed <laughs> up in a blender. It's crazy. It's awesome. I love dreams when they're just about to end. You know that it's morning, but you want to keep sleeping because you want the dream to finish. That's the best, too. Hour two of The Altar Life with Brent Jeff. We appreciate you being here this evening. We are rolling through chapter two. And, um, you know, we kind of got to a point in our story here where Daniel and his buddies are praying and asking the Lord for wisdom. And, um, you know, Daniel got the secret revealed in a, in a night vision or a dream. And uh, it's cool because he woke up and he, like, has this long, like, prayer. And he's, like, thanking God for his faithfulness. You know, it's it's pretty neat. Like, you know, his life is on the line and God comes through in a dream and he wakes up and goes, man, you know, he realizes the weight of this, but also just how awesome God is. And, you know, blessed be the name of the God, the wisdom and might are his. And one thing that's really cool is that, you know, it's obvious in this story that men, man could not figure this out. You know, this, is, this was an impossible thing. For a man to do, on of his own strength. You couldn't read enough books. If you were part of the Mensa Club, it wouldn't have helped. <laughs> if you knew how to do Rebus cubes, which always, I wish I could do that, would have helped. Um, doesn't matter how many years of college you went through or whatever, you know, it doesn't matter what your IQ is. It. This kind of wisdom was something that was hidden for everyone and um, God was faithful enough to bless Daniel with this with this and um, it ends
0: up pretty good that was new music by jars of clay boys lesson one and uh, you know that's a good good title for a song to play here with we're talking about these young men and uh, how they're learning things from the Lord and through prayer and uh, I think that it's so cool because Daniel He's pretty humble You know uh, In all these things where everybody's saying There's this guy Who can interpret dreams He's the only guy Who can do it You know You kind of get Like a puffed up head A little bit I think
1: Right And Daniel (laughs) Yeah Like
0: yeah Bet I can You know why Because I'm awesome Now what does he say He says When he finally He comes to Nebuchadnezzar Nebuchadnezzar's probably like Let's go I need to know What's going on here And He says This secret Wasn't revealed to me Because I'm more wise And I You know Than anybody else it's not because I'm like smarter and I just get it and nobody else gets it. It came because God wanted you to know what it meant, Nebuchadnezzar. He wanted, he orchestrated all these events for me to be here to interpret this dream for you so that you knew who was in charge. You knew that God placed you in this, and it was it was basically a call from God to Nebuchadnezzar to change his heart. Yeah. And you see it's a recurring theme, and we'll get into it in the next couple of weeks. But um, how important it is for Daniel to to boldly go before the king there and um to be humble you know at the same time to go boldly be humble and to just say this is what god has told me this is what's for you and um to be confident and i can't imagine being i'm i struggle with this all the time like you know when i have to make decisions you know what are my directions what ministry should i be involved in what is this and that you know what job should i have is this where you have me god and I'm so hesitant because I'm so afraid that my flesh is going to get in the way and make the decision or I'm going to step falsely or Daniel's like, this is the revelation of the dream. And he just lays it out there. That's pretty amazing to be that in touch and be so confident that God has revealed this to you, that you go ahead and you do it.
1: I think too, he's just keenly aware of how, (laughs) how nothing, this wouldn't have been anything. This wasn't anything that he could have done. And it wasn't. I think he was keenly aware of his inadequacy <laughs> in the situation and how much God was truly coming through for him. And um, what that's happened in my life, and sometimes I haven't given God the glory. I'm like, you know, I would go in and answer the question, and I was like, wow, Brent, you're so good. And you're kind of like, yeah, you know, it's all God. But you don't say it, and you don't give him props. So. Sounds like
0: a lot of supernatural baloney to me. Supernatural, perhaps. Baloney, perhaps not. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. Right,
1: that was The Truth by DC Talk and The Truth. That's what Daniel was given. Nebuchadnezzar was the straight up truth of, you know, here's here's what God's message is to you. And um, one thing in Daniel's prayer, he, he mentions that he reveals that God reveals deep and secret things. You know, I wonder how much wisdom God has for us that we're just not asking for. You know, I wonder when we go through our lives, Um, and we go through our days and we have situations where we try to, you know, logically figure things out, how much are we missing in terms of what God wants to show us in that situation? How much is wisdom does he have for us in that situation that we're not asking him for? Um, God freely always says, you know, you ask, you you have not because you ask not, you know. um, He is more than willing to bestow wisdom upon us if we ask because, his desire is bigger than just Nebuchadnezzar getting his dream answered. That wasn't the point. The point was he wanted to share. He wanted Nebuchadnezzar's heart to change. He wanted something greater and bigger. That could only have been a message that have, would have come from God. Um, that message wouldn't have sounded right from an astrologer. The astrologer would have never figured out what God's heart was in the situation. Um, but Daniel was able to provide Nebuchadnezzar with that answer, and it wasn't because of Daniel. Again, it was because of what God did through Daniel. And um, that's an important lesson for all of us, you know, as we go through our days, man, what what are we what are we doing? Why don't we ask God enough? We don't ask God enough for things. So we ought to
0: pray. Knock and the door will be open, seek and you will find God makes promises to us. And he says, you know, when you you can seek me and you will find me, when you seek me with all of your heart. Where well, there's no wavering. There's no, you know, Half heartedness involved and Daniel It wasn't like Daniel was like eh, I guess I should go figure Out this dream you know <laughs> For the sake of life itself Yeah <laughs> he was like On his knees with his buddies And they were like oh my gosh this is it this is all This was front of mind To them there wasn't anything right. else that they were Thinking about or concerned with And um, you know God in repeated, Repeatedly in his word He says just come You know if, if you lack Come And uh, Brent had a verse that he thought of in James that uh, he was going to share. And uh, it's just such a great, you know, ties it all together. But, you know, there's so many verses where we can look and God wants to give wisdom. He wants to. And it's just up to us. Yeah, James 1.5. If any of
1: you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. That's a promise, you know. If you need wisdom tonight and you lack it, God says, ask, and it will be given to you liberally. It's not going to be like he's going to give you like a little clue. It's like he's going to give you the wisdom that He that you need. And Daniel, they asked. I thought it's remarkable that he went to sleep. I mean, if I knew that I didn't get the answer before I went to bed, and I knew in the w- morning I woke up I was going to be killed, if I didn't have the answer, man, I would have stayed up all night. Yeah. Daniel's sleeping. He got yeah. it in a dream. That's, he was so confident in his Lord that his Lord was going to come through for him. That he could go to sleep, man. I wouldn't have slept if I knew that there was a guy yeah. with a gun that was going to kill me after. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. It's, But you know what the the main thing is is that God says, you know, you ask because you don't have wisdom because you're not asking, you know? It's like, He and it's crazy because, you know, he wants us to respond in such a way that we're asking the Lord for help, that we're asking for his wisdom. He wants us to have a heart that's Realizing, God, you're in control. You let me know what the right thing is, you know. And so often we don't have that heart. We kind of freaking figure it out, you know. Sometimes it's even easy. Like, oh, this is easy. I've done this before. This is the right answer. <laughs> is it really? You know, how do you know? Are you reacting based on your response or your learned habit, or are you reacting because that's the true wisdom that God is giving you in that situation? That's a man. To be honest, I act more in the what I what I the logical thing than just sitting down asking the lord okay is this right or not you know am i missing the boat on this or not you know um i don't know just a challenge tonight
0: that was the meaning of it all by plank guy and that's the gist of the story here is that's what they wanted to know what's the meaning of it all and um you know going through the story now daniel
1: basically is talking to nebuchadnezzar tells him the dream tells him the interpretation um, you know, the statue tells him what all the pieces of the statue mean and look like. And it gets to the end and Nebuchadnezzar fell on his face, pro- prostrate before Daniel and commanded that they should present an offering and incense to him. And basically his reaction to this is truly your God is the God of gods, the King, the Lord of Kings, which is interesting. And a revealer of secrets. Since you could reveal the secret, you know, the you know obviously he wants to worship Daniel but really what Nebuchadnezzar is admitting here is that your God is God you know that's the reaction and that's the reaction the world should have about us too like when they when the world sees us and you know we've been successful they should not be looking at us going wow you know Brent's a great he's so successful he's so amazing they're gonna do that but ultimately they should be like you know what Brent's God is awesome that's the reaction that we want the world to have, like Nebuchadnezzar had with Daniel, um, and I think it's because of Daniel's heart in the situation. As Jeff was saying, man, he was humble through the whole thing. He's like, look, it's God. It's totally God that this is. You know, look, I'm just, I'm not smarter than these guys, but I have a relationship with God, and that's that's the message that Daniel's giving Nebuchadnezzar, that's the message he's getting out of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, God didn't allow Daniel. And his friends to earn favor with Nebuchadnezzar and put him in these great positions because he just liked them a whole lot. It was to glorify him. Like, what? What was the ultimate end to these stories? It was God being glorified. Yeah. And it's not God's ego trip that he needs his you know to be stroked every once in a while. And be like, yeah, I'm, let me remind you that I'm awesome. <laughs> no, it's like this is what you should be pursuing because, like we said last week, it's better. It's so much better. You think that you have, and you're you're striving to achieve all these things that are temporary and unimportant in the long run, and God is saying, "I'm going to use every circumstance, every situation to point you to Me, because when you see Me, you see life, you see vitality. That's like my favorite word right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you see everything that you need, and it's better. And you know that's the gist of the whole book. Basically, it's like right. here's." Here's the contrast Here's man. between God. man's desires and God's desires. And God's desires are always right. and They're always good. and They're always perfect. And, um, why not go after them? All right. That was secret
1: by audio adrenaline. And, um, God is the God of secrets. You know, he, he doesn't like to keep secrets from us though. He wants us to ask, to ask for the answers. And, um, man, if God had a secret, I don't want to know what it was. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so I don't know. I just read this and I get encouraged to just ask God more for wisdom, you know, to continually ask God, even if I think I know the answer, to keep that relationship current with God where I'm, you know, I'm perpetually asking him, God, what's, what's your will in this situation? Um, is there something, some insight you wish to give me through this and to keep asking him because he's so willing to give us those answers. Um, and he's so willing to, he wants to, he wants to do something bigger than just the current situation. You know, he wants to bring people to himself, and we can be ambassadors for him to do that in this
0: world. Yeah, I mean, it's in our nature to love secrets, but the secrets that we love to to find out and to share are detrimental to people. Gossip. Yeah, there are secrets out there to be discovered that are that would blow our minds and um, just awaken us to a new life with God and others, you know, and and the way we can relate to others and to open that up to other people so that they can then share with God and share in the mysteries of Christ. It's just so amazing, you know, how we can sometimes pursue, well, more more often than not, pursue the inferior, the option that is, you know, door number two, which is much worse than door number one. Door number one is number one for a reason. And God's way is better, just like we spoke about last week. And we'll continue next week. Until then, be cool cats. Live for Christ. Thank you.